Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Handle Your Scandal podcast. I'm your host, Mara Watkins. And let me ask y'all something. Is it just me or did January feel like long as hell? Like literally January felt super long. And now I blinked and February is already over. Like January took seven years and February took seven days. Like it took, it took a week. February is over almost basically. And I'm, to be honest, I'm kind of freaking out, but it's okay. It's all going to work out. It always does. So what's new with y'all? For me, nothing much. This past week, there were just a lot of events for my school and Bolsa that I'm involved in, and there was just a lot going on, so that's what my week was about, and then on my way to celebrate, mini celebrate, my friend's birthday, she reminded me that we had a deadline, yeah, that we had a deadline coming up, and I'm just like, okay, (laughs) why I didn't have this deadline in my planner or in my Google calendar or in anything that could have reminded me to get it together. I thought the deadline was next week on Friday or this week, I guess by the time you're listening to this, it'll be this week, but it wasn't, it was Sunday. So after I finish recording this, I'm going to go do that. But I just had to record because it's a weekend morning and no one is home but me at my house, which is basically a miracle. So I just need to make sure I got this episode recorded for you all. Um, Yeah, that's what's been new with me. Something else exciting. I started watching a new show on Netflix. But before I talk about why I'm watching this show, I need to talk about how I ended up stumbling upon this show or watching this show so like literally a few days before school started i binge watched the circle which if you don't know what the circle is it was a social experiment show that netflix had and basically each person lived in their own apartment type thing but they were all in the same building, but they never saw each other. And the only way they could communicate with each other, or actually they were the only people they were all communicating with was each other. And the only way they could communicate with each other was through this social media app made just for the show called The Circle. So basically the goal of the show was for them to be the top influencers on The Circle app. And then the people who were the top influencers had to vote for people to leave. And it was interesting. There were some catfishes who were pretending to be somebody else. And I'm not going to spoil it because I don't know who's going to watch it, even though it's been out for quite a while. But that was the show. And listen, y'all, I loved it. (laughs) It's totally right up my alley. I could not stop watching it. It was a hot mess express, but it was still really interesting to me. And TBH, I will probably try to go on this show at some point in my life once I graduate law school. Although I don't know how being an attorney and being on a reality show like The Circle would work out, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But anyways, everyone knew I loved this show. So then they asked me, have you seen Love is Blind on Netflix? Someone asked me this past week and I was like, no, I haven't really had time to watch Netflix, been super busy. But they were like, oh my gosh, you will love it. 
So you know me, I'm nosy. And everybody was tweeting about it too. And I already have a lot of things muted because I swear I'm gonna get around to, well, I have a lot of things on Twitter muted because I swear I'm gonna get around to watching them at some point, even though I probably won't. But you know, I just didn't feel like muting this whole show as well. So I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna watch it. So I started watching it. (laughs) Y'all, this show is everything. It's everything. I just can't even get over it. So the premise of this show, Love is Blind, is that, you know, is love blind? Do we need physical attraction to fall in love? So basically, all these people are in two separate houses type thing. Like, they're connected, though. But they're in two separate things. They're separated by men and women. And the guys are in one apartment. The girls are in another apartment. And the only way they talk to, like, the guys talk to the guys. Like, they all live together. And the girls talk to the girls. They all live together. But the only way the guys talk to the girls and the girls talk to the guys is through these things called pods. Where they're sitting in the same room, essentially. But there's, like, this wall in between them. So they don't know what the other person looks like. But they're all basically just trying to find someone to be with and get married. Hold on a second. My dog's barking. Yeah, so anyways, excuse Jewel. She just always has to make noise sometimes. Now she's quiet, but she's walking near me. You hear her little pitter-patters? Jewel, go lay down. Go lay down, mamas. Please. She thinks I have food. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, so they basically have two weeks for the guy to propose and then they get married in 30 days or something like that. I don't know the math, but they, yeah, they basically get married in like a month and a half. And it is just as chaotic as my description would lead you to believe. This show is insane. There's a couple, and within the first episode and five days of them being in the houses or whatever, they're telling each other they love each other, and then he proposes, and they're like, I love you so much. I'm just like, what is happening? I don't understand. Maybe we can't relate because I've never been locked in a house where I had no access to social media or the outside world and only the people in my house and these pods. But four days, I don't even know if I would date someone after four days of talking to them, much less be in a whole ass engagement. What is y'all? This show is insane, but I can't stop watching. Like I literally fell asleep, phone not even on charge last night watching this show because it is literally just a mess it's a mess and I love messy tv so I didn't finish it yet I'm actually only on episode two or three I think end of two or no 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 I think I'm middle of three but once I finish it I'll let y'all know how I feel about it on my Instagram which you can follow at musings of Mara yes musings of Mara I'll put it in the show notes but anywho That's what I've been up to is trying to keep my head up and stay afloat and not get overwhelmed with all this stuff going on and February flying by because basically all that's left is March and April and then finals are in May. So I need the rest of the months to slow down. I will say though, now that I've decided not to record on Sundays 
or Mondays and to record before that and then edit on Sundays. That I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of this podcast thing. Um, as I mentioned in the last episode, which if you didn't listen to already, go listen. But as I mentioned in the last episode, you know, I'm someone who gets super hard on myself when I'm not good at things right away, which is super unreasonable, I know. But that's just how I am. I don't know. Working on it. But yeah, I feel like I'm starting to get the hang of it. And that makes me happy. I don't want to jinx myself, but I have a good feeling about this this time. However, I do need to revisit one of my favorite posts from my blog. Um, It's actually one of my better posts, I feel, in my opinion. And it's performed better than a lot of other blogs. It's about things I wish I knew when I started blogging. And I feel that now that I have a podcast, I definitely could see the crossover between the similarities of things I needed to keep in mind when I started a blog and things I need to keep in mind now that I have this podcast. So I'm definitely going to be revisiting that just for myself. Um, I reposted it not too long ago, so I'm going to go read it. If you're interested in it, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Definitely starting to feel more comfortable with the idea of podcasting. So I just need to revisit that because it's so similar and I feel like it will make me a better podcaster. Um, I'm still going consistent on the blog, so that's exciting. Make sure you check that out as well, themusingsofmara.com. You know, even though I'm talking about things I wish I knew when I started blogging slash podcasting, there is something that I don't wish I knew per se, but definitely caught me by surprise when I started blogging and being an online creative. And that is when people use my content or repost my content and don't give me credit. Let me tell y'all something. That is literally one of my biggest pet peeves as an online content creator. And I just really, I can't stand it. Let me tell y'all a story about when this happened to me because one of my sorority sisters reminded me about it recently. And every time I think about it, I just get mad. Like I can't even, I should be over it by now, but I I can't. I am literally just mad every time I think about it. Not mad, mad, but you know, I get irritated. So this is what happened. So as you all know, I'm in law school. Surprise, surprise. I'm talking about it again. Before you go to law school, you got to take the LSAT. And you know, I was really anxious when I was studying for the LSAT, but that was also after I took my two years off from school and I got really into self-development and self-growth and you know, um, the law of attraction, manifesting, visualization, all of that. So when I was studying for the LSAT, I created these LSAT affirmations and I shared them on my Twitter, you know, to help other people who were studying for the LSAT, like myself, and were probably just all freaking out about it. I shared them, I think, a week or so before my LSAT date. Mind you, at the time, I was still like, I was blogging, but I was still like getting the hang of blogging and creating content online and all that. So I didn't even have a logo. I actually still don't have a logo for my blog, but that's a whole nother topic for another day. But I didn't have a logo, so I didn't put anything on these affirmations. I just shared them on Twitter because, you know, it's my tweet. So obviously my name is going to be attached to the tweet, whatever. So I was wrong, (laughs) but I'll I'll get into that right now. I still wanted more affirmations, so I go on Instagram, mind you, a totally different platform, not Twitter. 
I go on Instagram and I search Elsa affirmations. And y'all, what do I see? I see my affirmations image that I made and this chick's logo is slapped in the bottom corner of it and she shares it on her page. She's apparently some like law school slash LSAT whatever coach of sorts and she just shared my image with her logo on it and (laughs) y'all I was so confused number one. I was confused because who does that? And number two, I was irritated because I'm like, where is my credit? Like, you know, you know, you didn't make this thing and you just slapped your logo on it, which is totally a whole nother level of just the fucking audacity. But where's my credit? So I comment on her page while I comment on the post and I said, oh, thanks for the credit, sis, or something super passive aggressive because You know, I was still growing as a person. I wasn't that far along in my growth journey, so I had the time. (laughs) I said, thanks for the credit, sis. And she said that someone shared it in a group me that she was in, so she didn't know who to credit. And okay, you know what? That's fine. I've come across many images that I share and I don't know who to credit. But you don't slap your fucking logo on something that you didn't create. Like, am I crazy? Am I crazy for thinking that that is insane? No, I know I'm not because I'm not. That's just unheard of. That it doesn't make sense to me. It's not supposed to make sense because it's madness. So anyways, she gave me some goofy ass reason for slapping her logo on something she didn't create. And then she credited me in the tag not in the caption, which is also something I feel very strongly about. I feel that if you repost someone's content, you should credit them in the caption, not the tag. You know, different creatives have different feelings about this, but I feel that you should credit them in the caption and not deep buried in the caption. Like people should be able to read it and with with like a first glance, be able to see who it actually came from. My personal opinion, but I think I'm right. So anyways... I just, whew, every time I think about that, I get irritated and I, I don't know what I need to do as a person in order to forgive and forget this, but I mean, I'm not like sitting here carrying a grudge about it. Well, no, I do have a grudge, but I'm not like letting it affect my day-to-day life. But when people bring it up, I do get irritated because that is just a level of audacity that I don't possess and I'm not going to name and shame them. But I'm sure they're still up to their fucking shenanigans. I think I blocked them actually on everything because I was just so irritated. Anywho, (laughs) this still happens to me, but not as badly. But you know, sometimes people will share quotes that I write. Well, no, they used to before I learned this lesson that I clearly needed to learn. So maybe that's how I will reconcile my feelings with this person who did that is by saying it was a lesson I needed to learn as a creative but people used to take my quotes and just share them and not credit me in anything so now everything that I post I have to tag my username on even though sometimes people still will find a way to crop that out which let me just tell y'all that is just shitty and I'm gonna tell you why it's shitty because I think maybe just the era of social media that we're in and how accessible everything is like everyone and everything is to people they don't understand why that's not okay 
I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt because they're not in this industry. So maybe they just don't know. But I'm going to break it down because it needs to be said and people need to really realize exactly why it's such a big deal if it's not something that they understand naturally. So the reason it's important to give credit to online creatives when it's due, when you need to, when you repost their content, you maybe screenshot their quote from their page and share it on your page, even if the tag is on the image, it's still important to tag them in the caption and tag them in the picture because number one, it drives traffic to their page and as online creatives, unless people are just doing it for a hobby, which even then you still should do it, but as people who are trying to get sponsorships or deals with brands or, you know what I'm saying, it looks good on their analytics to have people going to their page often. And if you loved it so much that you decided it needed to be on your page, you should credit the person because maybe other people Even if you have the tag on the image, people are not, some people will not go out of their way to type in the name that's on the image. It's easier if you love their image so much to credit them in the caption and tag them so people can click that and go to that person's page and maybe find other things that they like. Secondly, it helps them get followers, which in this industry of Instagrams meets business, meets branding influencers and not even influencers but just people who are trying to monetize their platform and the following that they have it's very important to add to that and have followers so if you love their stuff so much maybe somebody else will love their stuff so much that they follow them i can't say how many times someone reposts something on instagram and i see it and i go to that person's page and i love their content so much that i follow them And I think that that's very important for people who are doing this because yes, some people do it as a hobby, but at the same time, people use it as another source of income. So you should definitely be tagging people when you can, if you know where you got something from and there's a tag, you should still credit them in the caption and tag them in the picture. Although different people have different preferences. Usually if they're like a super big account, their bio or something similar will tell you where they want to be credited, but just as a general rule of thumb, I would credit in the caption and tag them in the picture. The next reason is because it's just the right thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no different than when you're writing a paper and you have to cite your sources. People respect that for academics, but they don't respect that same concept for creatives. And as I mentioned earlier, I get that the internet makes it so easy to share things and makes everything and everyone so easily accessible and is free for all. But at the same time, you should still give credit where credit is due. You know, that's just really what it is. It's an integrity thing for me. It's the ethical thing to do. You know, plagiarism gets you kicked out of school and I'm not comparing reposting an Instagram image to plagiarism, but at the same time, no, maybe I am comparing them because it's kind of similar. You know, you didn't create that. It didn't come from your brain. So you need to give credit where it's due, period, period. And if you don't know who created it, say that in your caption as well. I'm very good now 
that I've been in this industry for so long. I'm very good about if I find a quote and there's no tag and it's just been shared so much on the internet that I can't find it, I will say in the caption, don't know who created this or something along those lines. Tag if you know the creator, tag them in the comments because I do want to always give people credit for the stuff that they create. A lot of these things take a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, and you shouldn't just be basically stealing people's shit and not giving them credit because you didn't create it. But especially, don't go around slapping your fucking logo on people's stuff because that's just corny. That's goofy. I really, still to this day, I've tried to find different ways to understand that logic in my head and it's not clicking. It's not clicking. Like, New York's mom on that one gif where she's like, what's not clicking? That's not clicking for me. I don't understand. I will never understand that. So yeah, that's just what I wanted to talk about today, which is, you know, making sure that you give credit where credit is due, whether that's with online creatives or if you're writing a paper don't plagiarize or just whatever it is that you like the content that you find yourself engaging in make sure that if you share things from that that you're always giving credit to people like me even when I say things on this podcast if it came from another podcast or another show or a TED talk well I haven't talked about TED talks yet on this podcast but link people cite people tag people give them the credit like I cannot stress this enough it's so important because it's just the right thing to do and it's ethical and yeah y'all probably are like we get it Mara we get it but no some people don't get it and I'm not trying to be rude or like shame you maybe you just don't know but hopefully after you listen to this episode you will understand and moving forward you move differently because it's just something that I think all people need to try to do in this digital world. We need to treat online creativity as serious as we treat law reviews and journals and academic writings, peer-reviewed stuff. It's all someone's intellectual property and hard work put together. And I haven't taken IP classes yet, so I don't know the laws of that. But just as a moral standpoint or ethical standpoint, you just shouldn't be stealing people's stuff. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I know I got a little bit intense, but it is something I feel very passionately about. Just make sure that you're doing that. I know a lot of people don't have any bad intentions when they share stuff on the internet. They just don't know better. So you know, now that I've shared it, when you know better, you do better. So make sure you do better. Aside from giving credit to creatives when you share their content, this week definitely focus on whatever it is you need to do to make yourself feel grounded and not like the world is just passing you by super quick because that's how I feel right now. And definitely once I do this thing for this deadline, I'm trying to do it early. But once I do that, I'm going to sit with my planner, actually make sure all the important dates that I have are in my planner and that I don't forget anything because the semester is happening really fast and I don't want to be in the position where I'm finding out about a deadline like four days before it's due because that is very stressful. Even though the assignment that I'm talking about isn't super long, it's only like five pages. So if you're listening to this when it comes out, it's Monday. But even if it's not Monday, make sure that this week you have done everything you needed to do to make sure that your week goes by smoothly 
and you have everything written down that you need to turn in or everything that you need to go do and you just have it somewhere where you can see it and don't forget about things because that definitely affects your well-being and your stress levels. So make sure you do that. Thank you all for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure to handle your scandal.